This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we've got summertime and the living is easy. We'll talk about whether or not you're statue worthy or not. We'll talk about the trades that were being made. And we'll talk about the guests we were supposed to have that didn't make it. And no pop dog. So we'll just get that out of the way quick. So you guys can just flip the channel as if this were regular radio. It's Face Off Hockey Show right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hey there, hi there, ho there, everybody. I'm Scotty Waz. There's Johnny P. This is Face Off Hockey Show. Yep. Um, decent amount to talk about as the summer uh, the summer comes into fold. Um, but we'll do it as we do all the time and ask Johnny how his week was because Johnny went to hockey. I did go to hockey. There was a uh, main camps, all star and future stars game this weekend. It's a good thing that I saw Black Bears socials that mm-hmm. uh, told me that the games had been moved like two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, got to the rink at like seven in the morning or something like that. And the, the the four-year-old kids were playing out there on the rink because that is their designated time. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, did some hockeys. I bought a MacBook Pro. Nice. So I got a new computer to edit. Now you've been... Edit is, on. Is this your first Apple computer? Uh, yeah, first Apple computer to go along with the iPad and the iPhone. it is interesting how like insanely synced together they are though because like i put pictures on the computer and the computer has the retina um uh face like the Mm -hmm. display so it's like effectively the same display as my phone um but i could just take the picture and like click a button and it was like airdrop to johnny p99's phone i was like yeah and it just sent it right to my phone (laughs) So then I could send them to you. Fun. Super easy that way. It's great. Um, The most interesting part is that I bought two two new hard drives, six terabytes of data. So now I have a full-on four-terabyte hard drive with a four-terabyte backup, a two-terabyte hard drive of just hockey stuff with a two-terabyte backup. But that's taking me like days to move all the data from place to place. <laughs> uh, so I got that going for me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulled the trigger on that. Um, hockey starts in what, like a month? Uh, yeah, it starts the 9th, I think. It starts on my kid's birthday, September 9th. So that should be awesome. Get to be back in a hockey rink again. Yeah. 
Um, and that's pretty much it, really. Uh, haven't done much, much more than that, uh, really. It's just been uh, a week. It, it was super hot here last week. It was yeah. like 104 degrees, feels like. Yikes. Yeah, I was in uh, Omaha this weekend. Omaha! <laughs> Uh, took the seven hour drive, which fucking Christ's sake. Not as much fun by yourself, huh? Not as much fun in general. Even if somebody was there, I think it would just be as boring. Because uh, it's the same fucking landscape until you get to Iowa. And mm-hmm. then you actually get, like, elevation. Because that's heaven. Yeah. And you get elevation, man. Like, South Dakota, North Dakota, flat. Elevation in Iowa, baby. So... Uh, drove down, hung out with Jen for a couple of days, just did some shop. It was hot as balls out there too. It was like 105 with real feel of 110. Yeah. So. Is it a dry heat in Omaha? No, fuck no, dude. It was moist. Mm. It was not the uh, not, not good. great. No thunderstorms. It was like it, I I'm likening Omaha to Florida in that it's very warm <laughs> and then there's just random thunderstorms. It's the Florida of the Midwest. It's the, it's the exactly. It's it's the Florida of the Midwest. <laughs> so it's uh it's kind of there. So hung out a bit, bought some cards. Uh, nothing nothing too fancy, but I picked up a trick. Like if you get the fat, if you go get the fat packs, yeah, cards. <laughs> got the little hanger packs. If you, if you feel them up, if you if you if you cop a feel on the yeah. front of the cards, you can find that little. Like the the card that has like that barcode thing that uh, sets off the alarms if you don't deactivate it, that's how you know you got a good hit. That's how you know you got a hit in there is if you got you got one of those little ding ling ling lings, then uh, yeah. Get really? Yeah yeah yeah. Huh. So, pro right. tip people who this is probably like I'm probably like the last one to figure it out. You and me. I mean, I had no idea. I haven't yeah. bought packs of hockey cards for a while. I mean, other than the ones I keep getting at Target, but they're gone now. No more sure. hockey at Target. Damn. All baseball all the time now. Yeah, it's hard to find hockey, even though like Series Two came out a month ago. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you if you feel the front, you get a little. If you feel that little indentation of the the, the barcode thing, uh, there you go. Just take that pack. There's something in there. Young Guns, a different kind of hit. Go for it. Go wild. Uh, no, good to know. Then seven hours back home on Monday. Did you have to go back to work? I went back Tuesday. Oh, all right. But I got six hours of uh, uh, six hours of uh, work from home time because I got three phone calls. All right. So automatically, it's every phone call is two hours. Nice. So, God. Yeah. So there we go. But yeah, it was a fun trip. Good to hang out with Jen again. Uh, obviously, because yeah, it's lonely here in the in, in this house and it's lonely there in that house so when we're together we're not lonely except for cooper who was it was kinda, lonely he was lonely and the cat sitter only came by like once a day so but he got his uh, pets and such but still uh we we do realize that he is not great with in cars like even to the vet he's like yelling up a storm so we will have to get the sedatives if we make a big move uh, <laughs> so we'll see how it goes but it was an all right. It was all right. Uh, all right trip. But when I, you know, I got home and it was nice and cool. Like it was like when I left, it was like 98 degrees or something like that. And they're tearing mm. up our 
um, yeah. for that. They weren't one. nearly as good as in sync. No, no, no. But the dude had the reality show. That's true. Because he married Jessica Simpson. So, had that going for him. But yeah, other, other than that, uh, not much going on. Just the drive back, the drive back, and the drive back. Omaha is a nice city, though. It's fun. Um, fun stuff happening there. That's good. Yeah, there's a lot to do. Isn't when- Omaha where the baseball World Series is? Sure is, buddy. Rosenblatt Stadium. Um, every year, every freaking year, they make a they make a big deal out of it, uh, as they should. As they should. Yeah. So, um, that actually was starting when I left last time when we when Jen moved there. So I'm like, I couldn't move a week later. Could have caught some uh, some some College World Series action. Yeah. Yeah. But here we are. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a fun time. Very good time had by all. So, I enjoyed it. We're here. We're here now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are here. Yeah, a lot of stuff to go on. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff going on. A lot. Of, so much stuff that I have to bring up to Patreon. I should. It's I been a. It's been an interesting week since our last show. Yeah. No, it has been. I think uh, a lot more stuff came out uh, of other things after our show, and then the trades happened. And it was uh, it was a time, a time to be alive. I feel so alive for the very first time. Who was that? Pod? I think it was. Sure, sure. Go with that, Christian Rock. But let's get to our Patreon. There's no injuries because it's the off season, and there is injuries. It's probably world news at that point. Uh, Patreon. We got a Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/faceoffhockeyshow. Um, they don't let us use polls as well as they thought they did. Who knows? But uh, you can help us pick a, a topic for this segment here. Uh, hopefully, if they figure it, figure it out, um, that's five dollars worth. You get the a little extra show too. You get a little face-off hockey show vault stuff on that as well. If you give a dollar, you get the video show, and you help support the show. All the money goes back into the show. Patreon.com/slash/faceoffhockeyshow. Be like Pat and Jeff and Kevin and Matthew and Damon and Mark and Ethan and Trista, and Chris, Rob, and Sean. Patreon.com says Face Off Hockey Show. Like I said, all the monies go back into the uh, the, the welfare of the show. Not the show that any of us are in welfare. We're kind of, I don't know. All right. Let's look at this. Okay. It was announced. It was announced, I think it was yesterday, Tuesday. That uh, the L.A. Kings would be retiring uh, Dustin Brown's number. Uh, his 23 will go to the Raptors, Raptors, the seventh number in franchise history. Um, February 11th. And you have a new statue at the Crypto.com Arena. Okay. Be the third Kings player to have a statue. Alongside Gretzky and Robitaille. Um, okay. So what makes someone statue worthy? Oh, God. Because. When I mean, I th- they have to have a good look to them, right? Yeah. When I think Dustin Brown, statue does not s- stick out to me. I honestly don't think any uh, sports, any athlete should have a statue. Not going to lie. Unless you transcend the sport. 
Right. Like, I can see Gretzky having a statue because, um, you know, he brought hockey he's, to L.A. He's Gretzky. Yes. I mean, even though hockey existed before Wayne Gretzky in L.A., yeah. as we all know, um, apparently it was Wayne Gretzky that started hockey in L.A. Yes. Right. Um, I understand the Johnny Unitas statue out front of um, the uh, M&T Bank Stadium. Sure. Um, again, with Ray Lewis, I guess, having a statue out front of M&T Bank Stadium as well. Um, I like the way that the Orioles do it with the number park. Yep, number park, and they do have statues there for the Hall of Fame guys. Well, they have, uh, yeah, 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 that are in that inside part, right? And then the Babe Ruth is outside. Yes. Um, That's right, the number park is outside, isn't it? It is, yes. Um... I don't understand what I mean. Dustin Brown isn't even going to be a Hall of Famer. Oh God, no, 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 no. So why, why, why does he have a statue, and why is his number being retired? I can see his number being retired. He was the captain of two Stanley Cup teams. He was there. Um, Okay, but if if that's the case that we're retiring everybody's number who's been a captain of two Stanley Cup teams, I think that we're. (laughs) Well, I think you also have to you have to look at the those captains are elite. All elite. Yes. When they get there, Dustin Obviously. Brown could be the exception to that rule. You look at his stats in in the NHL. Um, just over half a point per game in his career. Same with playoffs. Um, it's it, he lost his captaincy because uh, him and Sutter had Daryl Sutter had a tift. Um, but this is it's baffling to me. I'm with you on the terms of the statue. The statue thing is a little much. But here's here's a here's a here's another twist of the twist of the story here. And this is from Mark, who's from our Patreon. Uh, he said he's a he's a LA LA Kings season ticket member. So congrats. Uh, there's a garden outside the main entrance with Shaq, Wayne, Kareem, Oscar De La Hoya, Luke Robitaille, Magic Johnson, Chick Hearn, and Bob Miller. Adding more statues just adds to the history already there. And he says, P.S. for people who actually pay their own uh, shekels to attend t- Kings game. Dustin Brown was always appreciated. And even if he did have lesser, some, some did have some lesser playing years, he'll always be remembered fondly. So that's from an L.A. Kings guy. And I can appreciate that. OK. Um, but in the grand scope of, <laughs> of the league. So it's a bit weird. So, uh, so I appreciate Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, uh because that's that's a take I, did, I wouldn't even have thought of. Like, he's like, yeah, no, this is just adding to the history. I'm like, okay, I can see that. I mean, I would, yes, I understand that. But it, it, it's also, it's also like, yeah, cool. So, uh, we got this guy that we're going to remember forever. So we're going to build him a statue. Mm. But I don't think that's the criteria for building a statue. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm sorry. Um, well, I, I figured something out in all of this, and I figured that there needs to be a tier system because we're we're of the era now where l- mid low to mid tier folk hero people are going to have their fan bases kind of uh, egg people on to retire numbers or give statues or whatever um, because there was a decent amount of talent, but social media amped that talent up tenfold. Um, so 
I have a three-tier system. Okay. Of of celebrating players' careers. You have a Ring of Honor. This is where your folk heroes go. Yes. You have. You yeah, have yeah. I watched that before. It's pretty good. Yeah, exactly. It's good. It's good. It's good product. Yeah. Claudio's the champ. It's great times. Um. So you have that. You have that the little little Ring of Honor, and I think mo- some teams do have that. Um. I know the Flames do because they don't retire many numbers. So they have this little ring of honor and away they go. Then you have the retired number. I think that that goes for a player who sets records for their team or has big moments or things like that. So in the Caps case, Ivan LeBray should not be in the rafters. (laughs) I I mean, at the time that it was done, he was probably pretty high up on the Capitals list of things. He was a defenseman, so I don't know. I mean, wasn't he one of the very first Capitals? Uh, he might have been. Let's see. I'm looking up Ivan the Bray now. What's Ivan the Bray got to tell me? He was on the inaugural team. Yeah. 101, played all his NHL career, less 21 games with the, uh, the Capitals. Had 101 points in 371 games. I mean, he was also the, obvi- he was the first number to be retired, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like you're going to hit situations like that mm-hmm. where you're like, okay, which one of these is not like the others? But it, it purely came down to the fact that, like, Ivan LeBray was the best player on a really shitty Capitals team. What did Denny Mark you play? Denny Mark Uke should have had his number retired. That guy was the fucking beast for the Caps in the couple years he was there. Uh, I kind of so I'm I might be part of the ilk that says that like retiring numbers is kind of like past it at this point. Mm. Um, like unless somebody like dies, you know, or something like that, and you're like, we never want to use this number again, um, type of thing. But like even the retiring of numbers to me doesn't make a ton of sense anymore. It's kind of bizarre. Um. And then the final the final tier is statue, like uh, Ovechkin or Gretzky, someone who transcend transcend the sport in their field. Like they were the best of the best in the era they played in. Yeah. So the Bobby Orr statue, perfect sense. Gretzky statue in Edmonton and L.A., perfect sense. Gritty statue in Philadelphia, no perfect sense. No more perfect sense. Uh, have that out there. I mean, Rocky's got his own statue for crazy. Yeah. Lemieux's out there on, on the PPG uh, one. So, I don't know. It, it just struck me as weird because I don't think Dustin Brown... I could see number retirement. I mean, granted, he wasn't the top five player on his own team in that era. But I mean, I think I feel like retiring 23 is a pretty big deal, though. That's yeah, very, very... That's like a normal number. Right. That's that is a that's also a Jordan esque thing. Um, that too, yeah, I, I, that is a very normal number. Um, almost as bad as like retiring eight, nine, eight or nine. Yeah, like what, the Caps have two two numbers that are very frequently used uh, in hockey in eight and nineteen that are going to be retired. Yep. So true. Uh, and it also speaks volumes that they haven't retired. Cole Zagerbonder's number either. Makes me wonder what the Caps are thinking if they're of that same ilk. Like, 
sure, Bondra was good, but he wasn't the best right winger in his at his time frame. Like he meant a lot to us. We need a ring of honor. So yeah, so <clears throat> that to me is um one of the like one of the thoughts that uh Colzing and Bondra might not ever have their numbers retired at this point. Like it's almost gone right. on too long. Yes, absolutely. You know, like um they were very big parts of a team that went to a Stanley Cup final mm-hmm. to the first Stanley Cup final in team history. Yep. Um but if it hasn't been done already, yeah. then uh, will it ever be done is my question because like you're gonna reach a point where you you're past it mm-hmm. um i feel at least and then i and then i say that and mike gartner um had his night and that did take forever for mike gartner to finally get his <laughs> so so uh bondra last played in the nhl in 07 last played for the caps in 04 so we're tipping on 15 to 20 years yeah yeah. And Olzig last played for the Caps in 08, last played in the NHL in 09. So we're getting on over a decade. 14? Uh, yeah, 12? 13. Yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're peaking on that. You almost have to think that, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. Unfortunately, it's not going to happen. But, that, you know, are they, are they worthy? I think Kolzig is. Bondry, you could argue yes or no. Um, but Col- I mean, I would say yes to both. Yeah, Col- but, then, but then again, if we're looking at like Dustin Brown as being like, well, I mean, he was so great on this team, and everybody loves him. Like, I, I mean, that's, we're that's, looking at like Michael Ridley or Brooks, uh, Michael Ivanka getting their like Brooks likes getting fucking twenty one retired next. Well, Brooks like is just gonna have a statue of him changing a tire. Let's be dead honest. Yeah, that should be just at the Pep Boys. <laughs> Your local auto, uh, your uh, your DC area O'Reilly Auto Parts store. I mean, I'm okay with. I, I I'm gonna say that it doesn't affect me one way or another. No, it doesn't. No, you're right. right. <clears throat> so I don't care. And if LA fans, LA Kings fans, are like, "Hey, we want a statue for Dustin Brown," then good, go, go no. with it. If that's what if that's what the team decides, it doesn't matter to me one way or another. But if somebody came to me. And said, "Hey, so we're thinking about uh, creating a statue of Tom Pody." I'm like, "Eh." <laughs> I like, mean, I, I know he had those couple good years, and he had that really long stick that he played with for a while. But for 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 team for the team or for your own personal collection? <laughs> um, Are you just dipping Tom Pody in bronze? <laughs> right. Uh, my buddy Cribs said uh, when I mentioned that he said, "I swear to God, if you screw with my Chris Clark, Clark statue proposal." And I told him that it puts a uh, that it puts a dam- this whole thing that I came up with puts a damper on my Jamie Hewitt holographic exhibit I wanted. Mm, so true, you know. I'm totally good with the Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah. FTR, I got the championships. It's a good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was a fantastic match. Apparently, yeah, it was. Yeah, I know them. The Briscoes lights out. Um, Briscoe boys, Sandy Fork, Delaware. Um, Snarky Anderson, which great fucking Twitter handle name on that one uh i put this out there and they said recency bias they should have wrecked a monster eddie joel statue unless it turns out that 
he owned slaves back in the day, in which case any evidence of him playing for the Kings should be expunged from the records. Like <laughs> that's good. That's a good one. <laughs> that's good. That's a good. That's a good retort. So I mean, I saw Jen's talk about the French Connection. Uh, Triple Crown line, I think. French uh, Triple Crown. Buffalo. Yeah, the French Connection was in uh, Buffalo. Yeah. But, I, I mean, statue too. Like, like all same too. thought process. Like exactly. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, and, that, and that's kind of where I bit it bit it off of. It's like Jen's. I don't. You know, he's, I don't know. I think statues are for the greats. Is Dustin Brown elite? Dustin Brown is the Joe Flacco of the LA Kings. Is Dustin Brown elite? That should be next week's poll. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just have a poll. Just poll uh, and have it have it like that. So. Like I said, though, end of day, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect me. It is what it is. The Caps have any statues outside? I don't no, know. it's DC. They'd be fucking say, stolen. Put, well, there's that. <laughs> there's nowhere to put it, and it'll get stolen. I mean, that's the only reason that Babe Ruth is outside in Baltimore. Everything else is caged inside yeah. the uh, fence there. <laughs> uh, I got a new chair. Oh, yeah, you got yeah. your gaming chair. How is it? chair pretty nice it's got a vibrating lumbar pillow um i can throw it on whenever i want isn't yeah. that what that wasn't that was your college band name yeah, right? exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Awesome. vibrating lumbar pillow we played a uh, little acid acid punk um <laughs> it like it fold, it folds back it folds back a long way folds back all this way uh-huh all that way that's good it, that right doesn't up. come back up <laughs> uh, yeah exactly. it just sits there it's got a foot foot rest Underneath here, I can kick my that feet up. Sounds like a good purchase. Yeah, it's not bad for uh, Prime Days, let me tell you. Prime, baby. Prime time. Anyway, we're having fun here on Face Off Hockey Show. I like to tell ourselves that. We're supposed to have a guest, but then his kid had to have a baseball game. Yeah, so. true. Can you do? It happens. It happens. Which, yeah, I guess we'll spoil it now. We're going to bring it up with him here. But uh, Mr. Sean Leahy, no longer with the NBC Sports. True. Sad, sad day. Yeah, it is sad. Um, had a figure that was going to come. So, and you lose your, you lose the damn rights. It was only a matter of time. Only a matter of time. Uh, hey, David Quinn, your new head coach of your, uh, of your. San Jose Sharks. They uh, they got themselves a, a, a guy who's got Boston University ties with Mike Grief. In good times, there you can put you did face palm there, Johnny. What happened? You... <coughs> My neighbor's a fucking moron. Oh, okay. I um. <clears throat> so I was going to cut the grass uh, while I was uh, working from home, and it was uh, raining this morning. So I uh, did not cut the grass this morning. I was going to cut it tomorrow because every time my neighbor cuts the grass, he can't do it correctly. Mm. Um, and he cuts my side of the grass as well. Uh, so uh, my video doorbell just told me that there was a person out front and my neighbor is cutting the grass tonight. And I'm like, now I have to fucking water it again because you're an idiot. <laughs> I don't want to water it. I'm fucking people. Yeah. So, can you do? I just wish people would listen to me. Right? That's all think, I need in life. You know, you would think. Uh, what? Hi. 
Stop yelling. Uh, more bullshit with Hockey Canada as they just continue to fucking... Fuck over. Bird. They continue to have just a terrible fucking year. Um, it was then alleged uh, that there is more more uh, assaults, alleged assaults, this time involved in the 2003 National Junior Team. From Halifax. Just run it back. Yeah, just run, just burn the whole fucking thing to the ground. So, Hockey Canada released a statement saying that it would no longer use funds. Main, oh, that was the other one. So, uh, the, the, the National Hockey League is going to look at the allegations. Uh, that team had a lot of future NHLers, including uh, Mark Andre Fleury, Joffrey Lupel, uh, Greg Campbell, um, Scotty Upshaw. I think was on that team too. So uh, this is this, it was first heard a rumor, and then uh, I was a third party investigator, and then here we go with Rick Resthead just doing doing the work, getting it in there, talking to Hockey Canada. Hey, what about this one? So. That's another one. I'm trying to find. They, they had stats about over the past. Uh, all right. So since 1989, Hockey Canada said to the government that they paid out $7.6 million worth of settlements mm-hmm. for sexual That the government knows about. That the government knows about. Um, and all this money came from that, that shock fund that, they, uh, that unveiled last week that they, uh, they had fucking used. And just had after registrations of uh, kids, so there was that. And I think it was somewhere of 1.86 um, was from the past four years, and one million of those settlements was from one player. Uh, one player was linked to one million dollars of those settlements. Wow. So, if we find that one fucking player, we can figure out who the hell it is and go from there. Doctor Evil, right? So, Hockey Canada going crazy. Uh, a lot of calls for the CEO, Scott Smith, to uh, step down. Said he will not. He will not step down. Uh, chief among them, Sheldon, uh, Sheldon Kennedy, who was uh, one of the first to speak out as, uh, as being abused in the Canadian uh, minor hockey system, uh, saying that uh, the same people with the new plan expecting different results, the definition of insanity, I called for resignation of Hockey Canada CEO Scott Smith, the le- his leadership team, and the board of directors to design and step down from their positions. Which, fucking, yeah, no shit, we, that needs to be done. But, good luck doing that to the old boys, the old boys crew over there. Um, but, uh, outside, you know, aside from the national women's team wanting to uh, get down to the nitty gritty about who the fuck's fucking around, um, don't worry, Hockey Canada's got it going. They put out an action plan, Johnny. Oh, that's good. Yeah, action plan is going to include uh, a lot of things. It's a multi-pronged plan to uh, hold Hockey Canada accountable while promoting safety and inclusivity. Uh, they'll uh, establish a fully confidential tracking and reporting system for all complaints of abuse and harassment by the end of September of this year. Um, the results will be published annually. And the plan also features enhanced training for players and coaches with additional focus on masculinity and consent, a uh, review of all existing training programs by an independent specialist, adopting a universal code of conduct and prevent to prevent and address maltreatment in sports 6.0. I guess it's a course 
and mandating that breach, uh, the breach of the code or failing to participate in an investigation could result in a lifetime ban from Hockey Canada, as well as implementing an enhanced character screening for high-performance players. Blah, 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 blah. All lip service, ladies and gentlemen, is what we're saying here. Mm-hmm. All yeah. lip service until shit actually goes down. But it's Hockey Canada. They're Teflon Dons. Don't think that it's going to work. So that is your uh oh that was your weekly hockey Canada update. Then as we went off the air last week, a lot of bullshit broke <laughs> with Daryl Cates. You see this? You hear about this? I did not. No, oh. I didn't see it until the uh the rundown. Until the rundown, no. So after we went off the air, news broke that there's a civil suit that accuses Edmonton Oilers owner uh Daryl Cates of paying a teenage ballerina for sex. A U.S. civil suit claims that the billionaire uh, owner of the Edmonton Oilers paid a teenage ballet dancer $75,000 in exchange for her sexual favors. The unproven allegations come in response to a sexual abuse lawsuit launched by seven aspiring ballerinas in 2021 against the dance teacher Mitchell Taylor Button and his wife Dusty Button, principal members of the Boston Ballet. The fuck, Canada? Like, what, wow. what are we fucking doing here? I got out of the right time. Jesus Christ. What are we doing? <laughs> anyway. So that's what's going on there. Daryl Cates, scumbag. He looks the part. So I'm not shocked. It's just crazy to me. Like, I don't understand uh, doing it, first of all, in the first place. And second of all, like doing it and being like, yeah, I'll never get caught. Yeah. This money trail ends. Yeah, if you paid her straight cash home, and even then that should answer that should raise a lot more questions. Why this yeah. the sixteen year old has seventy five G's in, in a straight duffel cash. bag. Yeah, why does she have seventy five seventy five stacks? What's going on? Fuck happened here. Um so yeah. Listen, again, like we said last week, don't sexually assault people. It's not fucking hard to <laughs> right 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 right. Yeah, yeah it's not fucking hard to do i mean uh, like bringing it down to the least common denominator in this whole thing yes i you know i hate to be the 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 master of the obvious just don't sexually assault somebody maybe it's me maybe i'm old-fashioned maybe that's it yes maybe that's it maybe i'm behind the times yeah yeah, yeah. everybody's doing it don't touch somebody that doesn't want to be fucking touched you learned that in elementary school. Jesus. Yeah. Well, they had cooties then. So. That's fair. Maybe said that now. <laughs> you know what? Any? No, I'm not going to make light of this situation. Don't fucking sexually assault somebody. Simple as that. All right. A little bit lighter news. Grand Rapids, the Griffins, re-signed the, uh, an agreement for five more seasons with Detroit. Okay. Forever in a day, these two have been together. That's good. So a big, big boost for them through the 26-27 season, I do believe. And the Fort Wayne Comets back in the uh, affiliation fold as they signed an agreement with the Edmonton Oilers. Fort Wayne has often been an independent in the ECHL because every time they have an affiliate, they get screwed over. So, um, yeah, good luck to them on this one. Connor McDavid made some comments. Okay. And, and we'll talk to Lyle about it later on but i want to get your take now since we do have plenty of time all the time Connor mcdavid said uh this was during a charity golf event 
in Ottawa. When asked about uh, asked about Jack Campbell, he said, "If he can be the starting goalie for the Leafs, he can be the starting goalie anywhere." Okay. What does that mean? I feel like he's just talking about like handling the pressure of media and stuff. I don't think he's actually talking about his play in that situation because I saw that, and I think that. Um. I just think he's more talking about like it's not like pressure is going to get to him in Edmonton type of thing. Right. What a weird fucking way to phrase it, though. Well, I mean, we've been asking Connor McDavid for That's to have true. a personality for 15 years. And true. all of a sudden he's starting to break out of his shell and people are like, no, no, no. Actually, we liked you better when you didn't talk to people. You know what? You open your mouth and you kind of just removed all doubt. Connor, just go skate through eight people and score, please. <laughs> just do that. Be milk toast. Look awkward alongside uh, uh, some Asian relatives, and we're fucking having a good time. I mean, I did appreciate the uh, Oilers show and Connor McDavid uh, working out to get faster in his Adidas, his new Adidas shoes. Yeah, exactly. Well, you got to rep the brand, baby. Got to get that. <laughs> it's a good product placement on that one. Product placement, baby. By the way, how can he get faster? Like, he is one of the fastest men alive. No idea. It's insane if he does pick up a speed. I don't know. It would be great if we had data to track that, but the fucking NHL just can't find the chip to put in the jersey. Figure this whole thing out. But I just feel like that's all he was talking about. He wasn't talking about his actual play. I hope not. Yeah, nothing about his play at all in that, in that question. No. He just talked about the hockey hotbed. Uh, he occupied that job for the better part of two years. Did a great job doing it. Debatable. Um, I sh- I'm sure he'll smooth. He- he'll transition smoothly. Is his ending line. And he said, "What well, now? Watch me tee off." <laughs> he was like, "My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds." Uh, TikToks. <laughs> they all use the same song. It, yeah, pretty much. They have a whole TikTok radio on SiriusXM. It's kind of wild. oh. God, that has to be annoying. All the songs from TikTok are on there. Oh, my God. Uh, That sounds terrible. The full song. So you're not like after you get past that 15, 30 second part, you're kind of lost because you're like, what? Yeah, you're like, what song is this? Oh, I know this song. You know what's fucked is that they don't have they don't have the 40s on four, the 50s on five or the 60s on six anymore. It starts at the 70s on seven. I'm like, why did they do that? I guess they think everybody that listened to the 40s, 50s and 60s are dead. Oh, uh, forty. They're not forties, maybe. I mean, I listened to it. The fifties, yeah. I think we we could, we, you know, we still listen to that. Fifties, yeah. That was one hundred five seven. Yeah, baby. Mercy yeah. person, Rousing yeah. True. The other guy in the middle, Malcolm. Ah, there it is. Um. So yeah, here's another. Here's another thing. We got you here. Um, <laughs> Jonathan Taves. This was awesome. When asked about the uh, five year rebuild plan he's like uh that doesn't sound too appealing to me at all (laughs) this was effectively like the uh (laughs) where do you see yourself in five years question for every interview that you've ever been a part of and he's like not not gonna be here that's for damn sure you goddamn foolish if you think i'm gonna be here maybe somebody should trade me watch me tee off yeah (laughs) no let me watch watch me tee off as well (laughs) So 
uh, John, so you're scoring at home even if you're alone. Uh, John Taze does have a no movement clause. It's the last year of his contract, and he's a UFA. Mm. Um, so, and and the next contract he signs will be a 35 plus contract. So keep that in mind as well. Um, not you, Johnny. I'm just saying. I will. I'll keep it in mind. Keep it in mind too. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I, I'm wrong for saying that. You should keep that in mind as well. Thanks. For uh, prospective uh, GMs out there as well, you should keep that in mind. Because they call me and ask me questions. And they're like, hey, Johnny, listen, we know you're at home. You have seven computers in front of you. <laughs> Can you look up his stats for me? Can you tell me how old Jonathan Taves is? Can you tell me how, when is his birthday? Fuck, late April? God damn it. Okay. All right, we'll only give him Fuck. six mil. I was going to say, six and a half, <laughs> do you think that's good for like a one-year deal? <laughs> God, bring him home. Everybody would be trying to bring him home to Winnipeg. Like that, like that's a better situation at all. <laughs> I saw someone, I can't remember who the hell it was, talking about they didn't know that Rick Bonus's nickname was Bones. I'm just like, and they're just like, what would his nickname be? I don't know. Nessie, Bony, Bo- Boney? Nesser? That's even worse. Yeah, <laughs> Nesser, uh, Ricardo. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. So. I just thought it was a combination of bow nose. Boom. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, John Taves, not all in with this fight. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. But you're right. It makes too much sense. We should frame OJ. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and when you look at up and down at this roster, and you look up and down at the, uh, <clears throat> at the uh, prospects, you have to say to yourself, it really, five years is kind of reaching. Uh, we might <laughs> span that out, maybe seven. Define five. Yeah, you're, you're five years away from being five years away, so let's calm it down a bit. So that's where the Blackhawks and Jonathan Taves is uh, with that. We'll see. Um, Paddy Kane, of course, probably not happy either. He also is 10.5, no move clause. And his next contract will be a not 35 plus because he has a late birthday. So he will he will he will be fine. He can retire. There's no cap recapture. You're fine. Boy, the Blackhawks look bad. Blackhawks look real. Their two goaltenders are Peter Morazic and Alex Stalock. So that tells you all you need. Perfect. To know about that. I mean, what could go wrong, really? Possibly go wrong. No. I mean, look how great Detroit's going to be after sucking after tanking for five years yeah maybe they're, like three they're looking good seattle's looking sneaky good um i think seattle just needs defense quite honestly mm. michael uh, kempney Kemp, kemper's there so it'll be interesting yeah. interesting to see if billy huso plays well for detroit now uh if he plays as, as he did when bennington jumped in there uh ben Sherratt's all in I mean, you got you figure you got a healthy uh, Jacob Verana, what he can do. Whenever you use the uh, disclaimer of healthy, it's always Bear Jackman. Yeah, usually, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that, and preceding that was Eric Daze, a healthy Eric Daze. Think of what he could have been. Crazy, craziness. Ah, as we lay for a while to come here. What was that? Someone shooting shit off. God damn. Yeah, the kid rocks. You still have fireworks up there. Yeah, a couple more days. Actually, no, it should be done. They only can only sell them for like nine days. Oh. 
Um, but anyway, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, people were mad the Kid Rock concert at the State Fair got canceled because uh, of wind. Um, so <laughs> Okay. Wind and rain, so they canceled the concert. I mean, if Earth, Wind, and Fire had showed up, that would have been way better. It's true. Yeah, oh, yeah, if Earth and Fire would have been there, it been great. Mm-hmm. Had a good Motown concert. Mercer person would be there. Bob, uh, Bob Rouse. Bob Rouse. Is <laughs> Bob Rouse there. is probably there. Hey, guys. Need a defenseman? No? Look, I, pl- I played for the Leafs. <laughs> played for the Leafs, the Caps, North Stars. Come on. I don't know about that last one. Red Wings. Good times. Uh, WQSR lineup. I wonder what that lineup was. It was Steve Rouse. I can't remember. And then something is lunch. Uh, who was the lunchtime? Was it Mercer Person and lunch? I thought so. Okay, WQSR lineup. Uh, Baltimore. I want to say like fucking 1986, 89. Why not? Was the why not year? Uh, WQSR. V1043. Uh, now it's Jack FM. Oh, get fucked. Um, come on, what are we doing here? Oh, this is 1047. Jesus Christ. Give me something with the old QSR. Assholes. It was before Wikipedia. It really was. I hate it. I hate every minute of it. Um... Boy, that's a lot of that's a lot of reading. I don't want to do. Anyway, so that's it. This is it's a summer show, everybody. Yeah, and we're already tired. We're already tired. Pop dog's not here. Nope. Fucking, we're just lost. <laughs> lost. My, what was Pop Dog doing? Why is he going where he's going? Come on, man. I don't ask questions. I don't want the answer to. Help us help you. Have some balls, goddammit. Tired of this. <laughs> he doesn't listen to it anyway. Who That's cares? true. He doesn't listen to this show. No. Back to it. Mm-mm. So. Pete Stankiewicz had a starting lineup. That's awesome. Well, he had a card. I don't know if he had the actual starting lineup, but. What about. Uh... Well, I guess you have to. If you have the card, you have the starting lineup. Anyway, what about who? I mean, how about the Orioles now? They're not even in last place anymore. I know. Kind of weird. I don't know what to think about that. I mean, they're just playing well. The yeah. 12-year-old kid that they uh, drafted is going to the uh, Florida Cactus League. Is he? Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Happy for him. Um, I mean, this team's just coming into their own. Just in time for them to move to Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> They'll put up a banner. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, that is true. They will put up a banner. How about <laughs> that? Oh, man. What a time. Starting Light is supposed to come back, but I haven't heard shit for Shine Ole about them coming back. So. They do. Um, I think the Orioles had a, like a Manny Machado starting lineup that was yes. created just for like a giveaway. So I'm sure they still do that. Um, from time to time. Yeah, there's. I know John Tavares had one for the Islanders, um, and they've done some other ones, but it was like just different creators, like not Hasbro, who Hasbro is now bringing it back. Gotcha. Um, and the the toy convention was 
I think this weekend. No, San Diego Comic Con was this weekend, and some toy places put out their stuff. And it's the National Card Expo in Chicago, or no, in New Jersey this uh, this week. So, um, yeah, we could we could be there, but we're not. I could be showing off my fancy uh, my fancy Ryan Ellis card. You know, surprised the uh, Card Expo didn't just use North New Jersey to end up signing in Ohio. That'd be great. We'd be fantastic. <laughs> Um, starting lineup. Come on, give me something. Ah, September twenty second, twenty twenty two. So nothing, nothing available yet. Come on now. Oh, they're teaming up with the NBA. God damn it. The NBA is getting the first digs. Uh, Come on, man. The NBA's got everything else. Is everything that we had when we were kids starting to like come back? Yes. No, like it had gone away for a while, but you have like starter jackets that are yep. starting to be like remade and yep. now starting lineup and everybody's kind of getting back into cards. It's that 30 year, that 30 year itch, man. Like 30 years is like the the time frame which you have to for nostalgia. So. Yeah, I think it's all coming back around again, just like the people of the sun. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've got a couple starting lineups around over there. Where at, Bob? Bob, where'd you go? Bob Corkum was here, but there he is. There he is. Bob Corkum's right here. So he's having fun. There you go. So, starting lineups. Come on. Couldn't I gave us hockey? Hockey really has nothing. Like those import dragon when they took over for McFarland's fucking suck. Cause like none of the none of the uh oh, a stick left. None of the uh players look like themselves. It's fucking ridiculous. Um so. Hot dog secret show, baby. Here he is. He looks uh, like he's in a, a uh, mountain base. The fucking Crofton Crofton Studios with his love and wrestling. Love and wrestling. Nice. Do people know that you're in their basement? Uh, I'm being re- really quiet, so no. Okay, the, Ly- smart. the Lycomi family know you're back there? No. <laughs> My phone's also at 30%, so uh, better make this quick. <laughs> All right, sir. <laughs> Just kidding. How are you guys doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Good. How's the drive? It's, it's good, actually. Very quick. Gotta take one of these out. Can you still hear me okay? Yeah. Sound yeah, like you're talking to a tin can, but it's all right. Well, the, well with only one in? No, it's been like that the same way. Yeah, these, these, um, these headphones aren't the best. I could go up and get the Apple ones, but I don't want to give them the satisfaction. It's yeah, so. smart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. You also don't want to show people that you're still there. Yes, exactly. Right. right. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, it was a good drive. Didn't hit any traffic. Took the Cross County Parkway, which, by the way, I'll have to talk to Mr. Leahy about that. Because that, that's a well-kept secret. When you go over the GW, they like to send you kind of a little bit into Manhattan before you go north uh, towards, you know, towards Connecticut. There's this cross county parkway thing that's like 
It's like the GW Parkway of New York. You just kind of go around everything. It's fantastic. All right. Forget I didn't know about that. Aaron Raycroft has yeah. nothing on you. Yeah. Billy Joel didn't sing about it, so who knows? Yeah, true. Well, he, exactly. he doesn't know about it. And, and I know I'm not going to get the shout-outs, but okay. I got to get a shout-out. Okay. Malcolm Gladwell. So speaking of my drive up, okay, so I, I, I threw in some headphones. The kids were watching their stuff till they fell asleep on their on their tablets and on their their little phones that they had. Brittany fell asleep watching her show, whatever. And I, I wanted everybody to pass out so that I could go straight to town, right? I was listening to a book. It's it's not really a book. It's hard to. It, Malcolm Gladwell made this um, podcast. It's not really a pod. I don't know how to describe it. It's like it. It was. Is it, it a show about nothing? Book. It's made. It's made to digest as an audio book, but it is it is a. Um, uh, he he called it a biography of Paul Simon's uh, musical career, not his personal life, but his musical career. I'm halfway through it. It's fantastic. It's called uh, Return to Graceland, or hold on, I gotta figure out what it is. But you gotta go, you gotta go download it. It's fantastic. If you're a fan of Paul Simon, and I know John is, you gotta hold, go on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I appreciate that that the, the Paul Simon drop. Mir- Miracle and Wonders. What it's called? Miracle and Wonders. So, okay. What so first, Return to Graceland. Yeah, that's probably close. Well, it's, well, as as a Paul Simon fan, you'll understand why I didn't get that right. Okay. Yeah. But can I ask a question? Because you got on and you were like, my phone only has 30% charge. I'm only going to be on here for so long. And then you pulled out a second phone to look at the internet. Got two phones. Yeah, this is my work phone. Two phones. I can't, oh. I can't, I can't, join, I can't join the podcast from my work phone, guys. That's insane. So you I brought out, so, but you can't Google things. Yeah. Well, you can Google Paul Simon. It's the, the, the internet, for God's sakes. The government's not going to be on to him if he, if he Googles that. Well, look, yeah. I mean, I can listen to audio books as long as it's not like Joe Rogan talking about whatever the fuck Jamie, he's throw about. it up! Wow, Rich is enjoying Wow, what do you think of, first of all, what do you think of Malcolm Gladwell? Second of all, what do you think of Paul Simon? And third, did you know that they did an entire book together? Um, I think Malcolm Gladwell's overrated. I think Paul Simon's a musical genius, and I the sound of them making an album together sounds like an absolute car wreck. Not a, not an album. It's a book. Together. Oh, a book. No, it was a book about Malcolm albums. Malcolm Gladwell interviews Paul Simon about his discography, essentially, and it's I think it's amazing. I'm so well, in that case, that, that, that wouldn't be so bad. So it's like an MTV yeah. album review. <laughs> so interesting. Mm. I, I, I think it's fantastic. And I, I, Lyle, I get your point uh, of, of everything that I've heard from Dr. Flyball. He does seem a little, I think the word might be pompous. Pretentious? Is that, is that sort of pretentious. pretentious? Mm. Yeah, yeah we're, we're on the same avenue there. Yeah. But they better start with P. <laughs> there, there has to be something to be considered for the fact that he does have a very soothing voice. And when I listen to audiobooks, <laughs> That, uh, but, but you're listening to it in the car. Yeah, no, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I know. Which, by by the way, I remember back in the day when your driving test was like, yeah, remember you don't have, don't put anything in your ears because you need to hear around you. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, you know, they don't, they have Bluetooth now. 
Apparently. And I'm, I, as you as you can see, I only have one earpiece in, so I still have ambiance. I can still hear around me. I know. I realize I'm coming to this party late, but I mean, what? How no, is you're, life you're in your undisclosed caught, location, as, Mark? You're, you're about as caught up as we are in the yeah. witness protection program, evidently. Yes. He broke. So, he, so he you're missing. not caught up. Well, he drove past Leahy, and he didn't tell him he was going to be in town. So that's why. <laughs> that's yeah, he took the bypass just to get rid of get, a, get <laughs> to around. get around Leahy. Right. Um. So, so, so I, I'm in New. So long story short, I'll get you caught up. Well, I'm in New Hampshire. Okay. Um, uh, we're, we're sort of on vacation. I'm in a, a remote base in the basement that I'm being held hostage in. <laughs> and I only need one earphone to be on the show. Okay. And I listened to Malcolm Gladwell the entire way up. So, <laughs> so there you go, Lyle. You're caught up. I'm caught up. Yeah. Um, Mark, I'll pose this question to you. What do you need as, a, as, a, as an athlete? Let's just focus it to hockey. What do you need? Your, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you need in your career as a hockey player to get a statue of yourself? <laughs> what do you think? Uh, where is the statue being built? Is it Let's in my house? Say, not, is it in my hometown? At the arena. At the arena. At at the arena. Okay. Well, that's different. So, like, if it's so a moral. Clearly, clearly, that's a different set of circumstances. Because if you need a statue at the arena, then that means you need to be part. Like Alex Ovechkin, maybe the only one of the uh, Daniel Alfredson in in modern times might be two of the only people that might have the clout to get a statue built at what the a arena tantrum. because they spent so much time with those teams. Brad Richards can get a, probably a statue in PEI. I, I right? love, if you're talking about where the statue is going to be, it depends on what the context is. You know, I, we didn't bring up the where in the yeah. earlier. Uh, um, I do love the fact that the two people Mark says had clout because they stayed there was Alfredson and Ovechkin sticking to the bit of fuck the penguins, which I love dearly. <laughs> and I couldn't be happier. Are you, it's why you're 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 Sean Sean Leahy's favorite. Um, so we're talking about <laughs> we're discussing about the Dustin hold Brown. On, hold on, time out though, time out. And I, I'm on board with Dustin Brown for it, but we'll, we'll move on with that for a second. But you, everybody knows that Sidney Crosby's statue is going to look like dog shit. It's going to be worse than Ronaldo's statue. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's just going to be his leg. <laughs> yeah. So you're so you're pro. It's going to be him like. Making this thing. You're pro Dustin. I know, I know. It's great, you... great for podcasting, but you know, yeah. it's going to be just like this. They, they, you know what? They have to pay the dollar to, to get the video podcast. Um, <laughs> so you're pro Dustin Brown statue then? I I respect if they made it. Look, I'm not saying they should make a statue for him. I'm saying if for some reason. They decided to build a statue of Dustin Brown outside of the Staples Center. I wouldn't. I'd be like, okay, he's been there for like 18 years. Well, they are, Mark. It's going to be unveiled. And he won two cups. And he won two cups there, right? So, Mm -hmm. okay, I get it. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't question it. But then again, I wouldn't like be petitioning the city to get one. (laughs) What if he owns slaves? What if they found out he owns slaves? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> would you petition then? Well, then it well, has to be age, repurposed into probably, a museum. Yeah, that'd probably be a bad, bad thing. 
Lyle, where do you sit on Dustin Brown statue gate? <laughs> where do I sit on Dustin Brown statue? Right on his head, so I could boop on it. Hey, there it is. Um, no, 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 no. Um, well, first of all, I think it's obvious that uh, the reason he's getting a statue is because uh, he captained them to two Stanley Cups, to their only Stanley Cups. Mm-hmm. If they hadn't captained him to Stanley Cup, he wouldn't be getting a statue. <laughs> Sorry, he wouldn't. Um, right. I think it's and and listen, hey, you know, Dustin Brown played spent his entire 18 season NHL career with the Kings. I mean, that's a rarity in this day and age for a player to spend a, a career of that longevity with one team. Um, you know, in his prime, he was an excellent two-way player. Um, but you know, and yes, he set he holds the franchise record for most games played, <clears throat> but you look at his overall accomplishments and achievements. Um, and I say, why does he merit a statue before Marcel Dion? Marcel Dion is, you could say, arguably the greatest player in L.A. Kings history. He still holds the record for most assists. He holds still holds the record for most for total points. You know, I mean, yeah, Wayne Gretzky came in there. Wayne Gretzky got a statue and understandably because it was the trade to L.A. that changed the entire direction of the National Hockey League. Um, you know, and he was the greatest player of all time who just happened that was his second team. And he actually happened to and he holds uh, most a lot of the single season, a lot of the single season stats with that team. So I have no problem with Gretzky get having a statue. Lou Grobatai apparently has his own statue and well deserved. Yeah. You know, actually, do we have a list of who, including non NHL players, who has a statue outside of the Staples Center? Yes. <laughs> Uh, it's Shaq. Well, it's the Crypto.com yeah, the crypto. arena now. Com arena. Oh, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Staples went bankrupt. Yeah. It, Not really. Uh, it's, it's Shaq, Gretzky, Kareem, Oscar De La Hoya, Robitaille, Magic Johnson, Chick Hearn, and Bob Miller. There you go. And now Dustin Brown. Dustin, okay. Dustin, I was about like, to say that Dustin Brown, like, my whole point was going to be like Shaq, Kobe, Dustin Brown. But then you mentioned Bob Miller, and I'm like, my point just went out the window. Who the fuck is mm-hmm. Bob Miller? Is he and now? people are going to walk by and be like, oh, I know who Dustin Brown is. Who's Bob Miller? Yeah. yeah. I thought Dustin Brown was going to be the also also ran in that. But it, it's as I said, it's because he captained them to two Stanley Cups. If they no, had I'm, one. I'm, st- talking, if I'm, I'm talking, I know, we, we know who Dustin Brown is. I'm talking about if aliens came down. <laughs> And we're like, okay, I know who Shaq is. I know who Kobe is. Are they looking for really people to abduct at this point by, by because <laughs> they have a statue out front of an arena? Well, I hope. I mean, I'm just saying they probably saw highlights at some point. They're not going to see Dustin Brown highlights. <laughs> Dustin Brown didn't have highlights. Dustin Brown was a steady, as Lyle mentioned earlier, two-way captain, steady Eddie. No, he wasn't Dustin. the guy that was. He wasn't the Anze Kopitar. He wasn't the the guy that made highlight reels. He just was there, and he had captained them to two Stanley Cups. What's the statue going to be? Just him, just sort of on the bench, being a captain? Like no, it'll probably be him holding. It's not going to be a Bobby. It's not going to be a Bobby Orr like diving. No, it'll be him holding up the Stanley Cup. No, it's going to be him squirting the water bottle the wrong way. Yeah, with with with, with the caption, I can count a potato. Actually, I would I would pay. I would pay for that. Like, I'd throw in money for that statue, actually. 
<laughs> like um, I, I PayPal or whoever sends a Venmo cash if I need to. Now here's here's the question to the group is in a couple years, will Dustin Brown be stripped of his statue for Anze Kopitar? Um you know what would be even better is if actual water came out of it. Like it was like a fountain. Fountain. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> <You know? lovely. laughs> and it was just spraying people as they walked by, like it's on motion sensor. <laughs> and you're like walking by, and it's like, Shh. hey. It just becomes a prank show. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be the aliens. I'm in now. You know what? Now I want to, to stay. Now I'm in. Now it's, now I'm it's in. The water bottle. My I'm mind. In. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. I change my own mind. I'm in. I'm down. Put money on it. <laughs> oh, Lordy. So Dustin Brown's getting a statue. Congratulations to him and his yeah. family. <laughs> Should have prayed about it. Lyle, shit went down last week. Holy fuck. <laughs> Let's get started. Let's uh, do this. Uh, Mr. Matthew Kachuk gets his wish. He is now out of Calgary. He is gone to Florida. A place not a lot of people thought because they're like, St. Louis, his dad played there. Uh, and then we were all horny for Phoenix. Um, yeah. But, you know, things happen. Uh, uh, so he goes to uh, Flo Rider for Jonathan Huberdu, Mackenzie Weger, and some picks there. Um, then then he signs, what, an eight-year uh, eight deal for how much was it? Uh, 9.5 mil a season. <clears throat> Who... Who win this, Lyle? Who wins? Uh, well, right, right, right off the bat, uh, the Flames saved their season with the return they got. Yeah. They absolutely saved yeah. the summer and the upcoming season because if they had just said, oh, well, we're, we're going to rebuild, so draft picks and prospects and the promising young player – well, maybe that might might have worked out in the long term, but for 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 the summer and for the rest of and for next season after losing Johnny Goudreau for nothing, yeah. Um, but hey, Bradshaw Living got himself uh, a pretty damn good forward there, and Jonathan Huberdeau, who was tied with Goudreau for second in the NHL scoring race this year with 115 points, 110 of those all from secondary assists. Yep, all from secondary assists. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all, all from secondary. And empty netters. Yes, and empty netters. Yes, yes. Uh, but no, they got themselves so a hell of a play. So why the return for, for, for a player well, you just said mm. they were pretty much on par this past year? Why so much back in return? Is the age difference? Is the contract value? Age, is all of that the reason? The age of, of Huberdeau and, and Uyghur. Huberdeau's 29 uh, Uyghur is 28, and they're both slated to become unrestricted free agents next summer. <laughs> so, I mean, they're getting those two guys uh, back. They they should be able to keep at least one of them. For me, though, uh, they also got themselves a good young prospect. and But even more importantly, a top 10 protected first-round pick in 2024. Uh, let me see here. Yes, 25. 2025. Lottery. I think, doesn't so it slide? That's it actually, that's a return. Pick, both of the picks change a year. Yeah. Uh, but that's see. a return that helps them now, immediately, right away, and over their long-term future. Um, 
you know, it's it's encouraging that that Huberto and and Weger both said, hey, we're interested in in long term in signing long term deals with the Flames. But of course, what the fuck did you expect them to say? <laughs> like seventy two right. hours after they've been, uh, you know, after being traded, you know, what are they supposed to say? Um, no, I'm an unrestricted free agent. Get me the hell out of this friggin', you know, <laughs> cowboy hell you've sent me to. So awesome. Um, yeah, that would be. That you could at least appreciate the honesty. Right? Yeah, and, um, they're like, yeah, I'm going to sign a long-term deal. Please uh, make sure that you keep the fireplace on and the pool running while I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. Don't, I'll be back. Okay, yeah, no, no, but seriously, I'm going to yeah. sign a long-term deal. But, didn't, uh, uh, didn't Calgary also have to have signed Matthew Kachuk before he was traded in order to get eight years? Oh, yes. Well, I mean, even though he was a restricted free agent, um you know, technically his rights still belonged, of course, to the Flames before that deal could go down. So it was basically a sign and trade. It was like, okay, Florida, Florida's interested in you. Do you want to go to Florida? Yes. Okay. This is what the deal is going to be before we trade you. Uh, you're going to, you know, this is the contract, blah, 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 blah. Yes. Okay. You're happy with it. He agrees with it. I mean, that's why it was announced like at the same time that, you know, the trade was announced. <laughs> It was he's been traded to the Florida Panthers and has agreed to an eight year, you know, deal worth nine point five mil a season. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this shakes out, though, in the long term. Um, if if the Flames, well, I mean, because obviously, first of all, for the Panthers, uh, yeah, it's definitely worked out for them in the long term. Uh, you know, he gets to re- he gets reunited with Sam Bennett. Hooray, his old Flames teammate. Um, old flame sparking it up again. There Just, you go. Oh. Hi. Yeah. Hey. yeah. Uh, uh. Uh. There you go. A drunken Friday night. Yeah. Oh hey. yeah. What's you up? <laughs> but uh, let's be honest here. I mean, this is a you know, this is a guy who was who was going to make a lot of money um, wherever he was going to go, um, and uh, he's 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 uh, five years younger than uh jonathan huberdo so but uh, steel right off the bat they're going to get themselves a, a a quality player who is in inter i would say is entering his prime now who's coming off a career high 104 point season and you know he's he, he'll either be he'll either be riding shotgun with with alexander barkov or with his old buddy sam bennett either way he's going to put up big numbers and he's going to play that agitating style so they're happy to have him um, I think it it definitely helps keep the Panthers among the upper echelon in the league because they, you know, look to to uh, to win a Stanley Cup. Um, for the Flames, if if they can keep Huberto and Uyghur, and also then they have the prospect plus that you know that dr- top ten protected pick in in three years time. I mean that'll be fantastic for them. I mean, yeah, you know. Sure, Huberto and and Uyghur are are a little older, but they can still be uh, very effective players um, for the Flames going forward, and it gives them something to build on. But if it doesn't work out, then hey, you got yourselves a couple of guys that you can flip for for draft picks at the trade deadline as well. So there's that option too if they're not willing to commit long term, uh, you know, before the trade deadline. Because okay, Mr. Richardson, may I? May I? Sure, go ahead. Can I, can I interrupt you for a second? You, you keep saying top 10 protected pick. Let's say for some reason that it's Florida Panthers and California, California and Calgary Flames that go to the Stanley Cup final this year. Okay. What's yeah. that? 
What's that mean for top 10 protection? So here, it doesn't mean anything because it's a 2025, but. Well, hold on. Well, let, okay, so, but, but, okay, let's say that they go to Stanley Cup. Let me clarify, Mark. Then. Jesus Christ. I know. I'm Sean, stop talking. <laughs> Jesus, Sean, fuck. Um, all right, so condition. If the 2025 first-round pick that Florida sends to Calgary is a lottery pick that results in Calgary, that results in Calgary receiving Florida's 2026 first-round pick instead, then the 2025 fourth-round pick to Calgary sent to Florida also slides to 2026. So, if that if if Florida like somehow in, wins in, in perpetuity, like forever? No, no, for the one year. So, if they if Florida win, if Calgary's if the pick that Calgary has, which it's Florida's pick, if that's a lottery pick, then it goes back to Florida, and then Calgary just gets a 2026 first rounder instead. Yes, that's the condition. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So it's not like they're guaranteed a top ten pick in whatever year they wind up having a top ten. Pick. It's oh, actually no, no, the no. opposite. It's a, yeah, they, they're they're guaranteed not to have a top ten pick. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But it's still, still an extra pick. But it's still an extra first round pick. You know, for Calgary. That they can pawn off on someone else. If they wish, yes. Depending. Or it gives them two so they can keep the better of, of, of the two picks. Exactly. Trade one. You know, also, trade the lower also, one. also, I want to say this. I don't think that the prospect the Flames got is a prospect, much less a aspiring country star. <laughs> Cole Schwind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is the name of the prospect. And that yeah. sounds very country to me. Gritty two-way center. Yeah, he- Got in some he games last opened. year. I'm pretty sure he opened for uh, for one of the... Dirk uh, Bentley? The, maybe Brad Paisley. Oh. Somebody like that earlier mm. in the decade. Yeah. All right. So there you go. It's a big trade. Matthew Kachuk. Well, listen, hey, I mean, it, it was it was a great trade and it happened, you know, like a, a week and a half after the free agent frenzy at a time when everything's quieting down. Boom, and it happened on a Friday night as well. So, right, exactly. It was People, also a hockey <laughs> trade. Yes, <laughs> but it's an Very actual. Good. I wish it happened on a Saturday night when the moon was right. Yeah. But <laughs> it was an actual, like to Johnny's point, it's an actual hockey trade. This wasn't, oh, you know, Calgary dumped them off uh, to Florida and just got, you know, futures back if you, and, and, you know, hope that they all work out. No, this is, this is a deal that helps Calgary immediately and in, and in the future. So. You know, and for the Panthers, as I said before, that the acquisition of uh, of Kachuk, they 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 still have a top line player, a score, somebody though who plays uh, a bit more of a you know Smash Mouth style. Somebody once told us the All world star. was going to oh, throw the But anyway, but uh, now he plays with a more physical style than uh, than uh, Huberdeau, and obviously there there may have been some issues there uh trying to resign uh, huberdo so now you get uh, kachuk and he's under contract for eight years in his prime so it's all good for them going forward so i think both teams have won at least for you know one win the trade for the upcoming season and for the for the flames it salvages what could have been a disastrous off season uh how it works out for them in the long term uh let's check back in a year's time and see where huberdo and Uyghur are playing you go. Uh, another D. Also, Kinchuk said it had nothing to do with Johnny Goudreau leaving, which I fully, I honestly believe, because mm-hmm. I don't think he would have, and uh, I don't think he ties himself to that because he grew up when Paul Curry and Tamu Solani was around. It's not a great, great time for anybody. Mm. Uh, also, 
the Blue Jackets sending Oliver Bjorkstrand to Seattle for picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle getting sneaky okay. They're getting mm-hmm. sneaky. Um, Bjorkstrand just got married and bought a house. Uh, yeah. So fucking great timing. Welcome Perfect to timing. the business side of hockey, kid. Jack, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, Can you, you know what, though? House? You know, yeah. I, I got to say, like, people are saying that, oh, well, this is because, it, you know, because they had signed Johnny Goudreau to that big contract. Mm-hmm. And they, they knew they were going to be signing Patrick Liney to a hefty deal. So it was going to end up costing them a player. But so it's because of Johnny Goudreau's contract that that's why they had to trade away Bjorkstrand. Yeah. I say nay, nay. It had nothing to do with Goudreau's contract. It had nothing to way. do with Liney's contract. What it had to do mm-hmm. was with that stupid signing of Eric Goodbranson mm-hmm. to a four-year Four mil a season deal. Dude, that's four million bucks you could have put towards resigning Patrick Line, and you wouldn't have had to give up Oliver Bjorkstrand to do it. So as much as everybody's justifiably singing Yarmo Kekalainen's praises for being able to convince Johnny Goudreau to come to Columbus and you know, singing his praises again justifiably for keeping Patrick Line, not only keeping him, but getting to sign to a four-year deal. But, dude, you 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 had to give away a very good second line winger, yep. and you gave him away for nothing because you, for some reason that nobody seems to understand, and this got all overshadowed by the Goudreau signing, you gave Eric Goodbranson four years at four mil a pop. You just this is a guy who played for the Flames. For 1.9 mil last season on a one-year contract, mm. okay, who saw third pairing minutes, and yet they felt, let's give him four mil a season. For what? Yeah. <laughs> Look, once upon a time, five years ago, Eric Goodbranson was still a good physical stay-at-home defenseman. He hasn't been that for a long time. Mm. Since 2015-16, he has played for, I believe, it's five different teams. He started off with Florida. I believe he played for Pittsburgh in there. He played for Vancouver. He played for Calgary. I think Ottawa was in there, too. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Scotty. How far am I going? How am I doing? Nashville. And Nashville. So six. Mm. Six different teams since 2015-16. And Yermo Kekalainen, who's being heralded as the, as a genius... Dude, you you gave this guy four mil and you did it for four years. And it's like that cost you gotta be a a typo on a contract. That cost you Oliver Bjorkstrand. (laughs) And and I had to read afterwards Kekalinen saying after he made the trade, oh well, that's 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 the 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 bad side of the business of hockey. It really sucked that you know they had to trade him away. It's like, Mm. no, you didn't. Fucking have to if you hadn't signed good Branson, now would you, dumbass? Yeah. So that's definitely what... one million for four years. Said fuck four for four. Damn it! Oh, okay. S- yeah, it's God, like I can't nah, undo it now. Shit. Shit. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah, and Borkstrand was probably in line for a statue. Yeah. <laughs> in Columbus, for sure. I gotta say, man, like. Ronnie Francis is having an off season. 
because he listen he he knocked it he and his his scouting department knocked it out of the park during the draft uh-huh. they they've um i mean yes shane wright dropped into their laps of course that had nothing to do with with any drafting skill they got fortunate that the three teams ahead of them in the in you know decided to pass on shane wright but still i mean they still managed to get some really good young prospects to fill up that their 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 prospect cupboard going forward here, but man, to get Bjorkstrand for basically nothing, you got this guy for a couple of picks, not even a first. I don't even think there's a second rounder involved in any of those. I think one was a third and one was a fourth, you know. And in different draft years, it's like holy shit, man. And you just got yourself, you just bolted your offense, something that they wanted to do. So, I mean, fuck. Why didn't they get Marcus Johansson back then? (laughs) Mark, stop. It's fine. He's a cat for life. It's okay. Let it go. Let it go. (laughs) Two things. Two things. More like Eric Badbranson. Two. Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, Ron Ron Francis, Pierre Dorian, who's had the better offseason? I still give the nod to Dorian, but I'd say Ron Francis is is right up there. And Steve Eiserman. Steve Eiserman, too. Yep. I think someone I saw read somewhere saying that people are saying that the, the Red Wings aren't going to be down for like much longer. Like this is oh, the turning no. of the tide is now. I, I honestly I will be very hmm. surprised if they don't make the playoffs this coming season. You know. Hmm. I mean, is, come on. You, is David Perron the next Kamakar? Who? Most, is most the next Morris, Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Ooh, wow. You know, it, it, it'll be interesting to see. But I'll tell you, if he builds on what we saw from his, his, his rookie season, oh, boy, that kid's going to be – that kid's going to be challenging – McCarr and Adam Fox every year for for the Norris Trophy. I mean, to to, to just basically be just thrown in there was he like how, well? I mean, now the 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 uh, the Wings were smart. I mean, they they did let the kid. They kept the kid in in Germany for a little while to let him build his game. Then they kept him down in Grand Rapids for a season. Brought and then this season was his his rookie year. So well, he's what twenty? Is he twenty now? Uh, Cider is twenty one. Twenty one. So very smart to bring him along very carefully and gradually because look at him coming in there. But he he came in last season at age 20 and right away was logging top pairing minutes, playing and playing first pairing on their power play. And yet I believe he had he had more even strength points than he had power play points, you know, which goes to show that no, not all his production didn't come from being a power play specialist. Like He spread that production around and he's a big lad and he can hit. You know, like, it's you know, he, he, he picks his spots. He doesn't go randomly running. Away. He doesn't go running around, you know, to, to hit everything in sight. But he picks his spots. And, yeah, when that big lad steps into you, you feel it. So, I yeah, the, the Wings got themselves a, a, a damn fine defense. Who knows? Maybe this is the kid who fills that, that spot that's been vacant since Nick Lidstrom retired. And not even just not saying. Even- not even speaking of uh, Lucas Raymond, who had a big start to his season. Until oh, my the- Lord, yeah. But he has plenty of potential there. And now they've got another kid coming in, uh, Simon Edvinson, uh, yeah. who will be starting this season with them as well. Uh, big kid from out of Sweden on their blue line. So, 
between that, between their kids, uh, the acquisition of Viliuso to help uh, Nijelkovic between the pipes, and then you like David Perron. I mean, just his leadership in there alone is will should be enough. It really should. Uh, but you know, Ben Ben Sharia, big body guy there on the on the blue line, he'll help. Um, you know, Dominic Kubelik, you know, depth scorer. You now he'll help that he'll help them out there as well. But Andrew Cop, that's that for me is is was the best signing of all because mm. that oh man, he's coming into his own as a two way forward, versatile, can play center, can play wing. Two-way guy plays with some snarl. You know, he, he, he can chip in points. Second-line player. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd be very, very surprised the Wings don't make the playoffs this coming season. We will be. We will mm. be fun. Be fun to watch. That's for damn sure. Um, Line A's deal for you. Before we move on, is this so million? The Wings, how many straight playoff series did they playoff years did they make like 21 straight or something like that right i can't remember how many straight playoffs they made it was it was an NHL oh, record believe, right well i think the blues the blues had the record for most playoff appearances with like no, 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 straight five. straight playoff, playoff yeah appearances. 35 straight years mm. okay uh, so the detroit in at least recent memory was longer than that i felt maybe not it was a long time Either way, maybe they didn't set a record. But did they expect to be back in the playoffs sooner than this? I would, I would say yes. I would say the Red Wings did not expect to be rebuilding for this long. Correct? Detroit fans, anybody in the Red Wings organization, okay, did not expect uh, a decade worth of non-playoff time. Well, they've 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 missed the playoffs six straight years now. The the uh, the record for the Wings and missing playoffs is seven. Seven, so they would end up tying that ignominy, and those were that was back uh, in the 1970s, and I remember seeing those teams, and they were oh god, they were bad. So, uh, so the record we have all time, yep, top five all time, uh, Boston Bruins 29 seasons, yep, up of the charts. Uh, second, Chicago at 28, then the Blues and Red Wings tied at 25. There you go. Then the Canadians at twenty four round out the top five. You can't, you, you can't even, you can't count the original six teams in this though. You can't. You I mean, mean, Detroit's one of them, obviously. Yeah. So, all, Mark, all of these were post expansion. Okay, thank you, thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. Because Montreal won like eighteen thousand cups. When they were <laughs> but that, but that, that twenty four season was seventy one to ninety four. So. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, they had made the playoffs for the hundred years before that, though. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they they had an off year because the Canadians also were in sixth place with twenty one straight from forty nine to sixty nine. So. <laughs> because of World War Two. <laughs> yeah. <No, I'm> <laughs> because of World War Two. <laughs> Currently, the Penguins hold the record at sixteen, as they've made the playoffs every year since two thousand seven. Uh, the next active team is the Predators. With... Huh. <laughs> I said, fuck the Penguins and fuck Dale Hunter. It's true. <laughs> uh, and then the Predators are ne- tied with the Caps at eight as the tied for second for most active mm. playoffs. So there you go. Huh. Yeah. The more you know. Uh, well, I talked about Lionel's deal a little bit. You like that deal, Lyle? Is that a decent deal? Four years, eight and eight point seven per. 
Uh, well, I, I would say the terms the terms reasonable. Um, obviously, his production isn't really up to to the, the standard you would expect for uh, you know somebody earning eight point seven mil a season. But given the fact that he was on a one year seven point five million dollar contract and it would have cost him that much just to qualify his rights there, uh, I think they've you know it's it's a marginal bump up. If he can regain his scoring touch, if he and and Goudreau get on the same line and they, if they can mesh uh then yeah absolutely you're going to see line a's production come up to the level of an 8.7 mil per season player because we all know that he has that scoring ability you know mm-hmm. we all know this guy this guy can reach 40 goals easily how uh, he's he's had you know last couple of years you know injury issues is his father passing away um the trade out of out of winnipeg and all the weirdness of that that affected also pierre-luc dubois as well the guy who was traded for like both of the both those guys in that short COVID shortened season just weren't themselves at all uh, but line a, listen, I mean, line a played just 56 games last season, but had 56 points. So he's a point per game player. Uh, he's still, I believe he's what, 24, 25 now. Patrick line. A? Yeah. 24, 24. So he's still got a lot of good years ahead of him. Um, so, so Lyle, I got a, oh, maybe a question that has crossed your mind, maybe subconsciously, but I'm, I'm going to bring it to the forefront here. Do you have to overpay players to play in a non-traditional hockey market? Mm. Sometimes you do. Sometimes, sometimes you do. Now, Johnny Goudreau would have, Johnny Goudreau left money on the table to come to Columbus because the Flames were offering him an extra year and an extra mil per season to stay in Calgary. And he left that money on the table to, to go to Columbus. So, you know, that's not always the case there. Um, with Line A, I, I don't think you, they were overpaying. I think any team that had Line A, given the circumstances, would have wound up having to pay them the same, the same amount. But there, that, I, I do think that in some cases you're in a non-traditional market, especially one that's, that's trying to establish itself. Yeah, sometimes you do have to overpay, you know, to, to keep them out. I can't think of a specific example off the top of my head. But I'm sure that that has happened more, more than once in in several. I mean, to, to establish Florida as a hockey market, did they mm. have to overpay to keep their stars? You think over the last uh, let's say over the last six or seven years, I mean, Huberdeau probably had a chance to leave. Well, Huberdeau was on was coming was coming off uh, an eight year deal. He was making five point nine mil a season uh, when he signed that. He was very young when he signed that. Um, and at the time that he signed it, a lot of people were going, ooh, geez, that's a lot. So I think in that regard, you could probably say, well, yeah, maybe they kind of did overpay him on the long term to keep him. But, of course, then, you know, we saw contracts just keep going up as the, the cap went up. So uh, in retrospect, you look back at the contract and everybody goes, wow, they got him at a bargain. But it's the same as uh, when Nathan McKinnon signed his deal, uh, the one that he's currently on. With the the Colorado Avalanche, that was at uh, I believe six point three mil, and at the time, people lost their fucking minds over that. They're like, "Holy Jesus, they're paying way too much for this guy." And remember, Colorado at the time, you, you wouldn't call them a non traditional market, but at the time, they were really in a bad place, mm-hmm. you know. And the place they were going into in the first year of McKinnon's contract was even worse, as in dead last in the fucking league. So at the time, people lost their minds over because McKinnon at that time, 
when he signed that deal, I believe he was he was uh, coming off a, 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 a kind of a two a couple of uh, subpar performances after a very promising rookie rookie season. You know, his numbers kind of struggled a bit. He'd gotten hurt in his sophomore year and his third season, he he struggled a bit. He wasn't the Nathan McKinnon that we know of him of him now. So when I I do recall kind of the hue and cry when they signed him for six point three mil a season on his current deal, people were like, Jesus, yeah, they're overpaying to keep this guy. Holy shit, you know. And now everybody looks at it and goes, Wow, what a bargain. They were so far foresight. Wow. Ooh, wow. You guys are geniuses. Or at the time they were raking them over the coals, going, This is a risky deal. What are you doing? So but you know, I do think that you 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 do see and you have seen in the past. Um I think if you go back and look at uh, maybe guys like um like Vinny Domfus, for example. Back in his prime with the the Lightning, Brad Richards, same sort of thing. You know, uh, they would have had to re- to to overpay to keep those guys because even though this was a team coming off of you know coming into success, it was still a non traditional market, and they would have very easily you know like yeah they would have gotten raises, but you know I remember when they signed Domfus at the time to his to his raise, everybody was just like wow you know. Boy, that's a lot. But at the time, the whole idea was that, well, they're still a non-traditional market, even though they just won the Stanley Cup. So they got to pay more to keep them. Yeah. I was going to pay more to keep I don't think that's the. I, I don't think that's an issue now for Tampa Bay. No. <laughs> that hasn't been an issue not, for them for a yet. long but, time. But we're looking at, but now we're, you know, we're looking at Columbus. Mm-hmm. And I think that perhaps, not that I'm saying that Columbus is going to win, you know, two straight Stanley Cups and go to three straight Stanley Cup finals. But, like, yeah, they're, in the, they're in the same position. Everyone's looking at Columbus like, why do you even have a hockey team? Yeah. But, you know, that's going to – but you know what? I mean, if Goudreau and Line play very, very well, play to the level they're capable of playing, people aren't going to be saying that about Columbus anymore. And I, and I, let's not forget. Yeah. I mean, as much as I, I and listen, I, my criticism of Kekalainen for the good Branson signing is justified, but I will give, I will chalk that up to, I will also call that a rare mistake on a resume that he has built over the last couple of years of otherwise making some very shrewd, you know, acquisitions along the way. And you know, I mean, getting, you know, the return that he got. For, you know, trading Seth Jones last year, you know, netted himself extra draft picks, which he's got some quality process. One of them, I believe, is, uh, is it Cole Sillinger? Yes. Is on the, was, was on their roster last season, and he shows a lot of potential, a lot of promise. I feel like, but I feel if, like he's going to be traveling around a lot, though. You'd think. Mm-hmm. think. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. This but he got line A for Dubois, yeah. and that was a hell of a move, you know. Yeah. And getting Goudreau, I mean, as I said, if this is a team that if these two, if those two guys mesh well and their young players develop as they anticipate, Columbus isn't going to be a place that people are going to look at and say, why the fuck do you have a hockey team? The way they used to with Nashville, the way they used to with Tampa Bay and, and in the not too distant past, what they used to say about the Florida Panthers, mm-hmm. right? Nobody's saying that about the Florida Panthers now. People haven't said it about Tampa Bay in a very long time. And Nashville is one of the best 
American cities in terms of de hockey development program. Hockey has become, the Predators have become yep. so entrenched in that community. They are a part of the fabric of that community now, you know. So nobody's, say, every, nobody's saying that about those teams anymore. And once Austin Matthews signed Thank you for taking my bait and going exactly where I thought you were going to go with that. So I appreciate that. I don't think I don't think Columbus shouldn't have a hockey team, but I knew that you were gonna. But there, but there are people so who are saying it, though, Mark. There are I people know. saying it. The well, people I'm, have said. I'm always the devil's advocate. Sure, I always say the shit that everybody else is thinking. Sure, but there, there, but you know, news, but, but, but let's be honest and, and to be <laughs> fair. But to to be fair about Columbus, uh, up until recently, they were known as as the city that that. Couldn't keep their free agents, oh. you know, Duchesne, Matt Duchesne left, Artemi Panarin left, Sergei Bobrovsky left. They, they As soon as they, they couldn't wait to become unrestricted free agents to get the fuck out of Columbus. Mm -hmm. You know, this was a, this was a city that players wanted to get away from, apparently. And from all accounts, oh, Columbus is a nice city, blah, blah, blah. The fans are really passionate about the team. It's not a bad hockey town at all. But for some reason, they got that stigma that nobody wants to play there. Well, now it's a different story. And as I said, Goudreau and Line play well, and that team improves. It's going to become a destination for free agents. It's going to become a, a, a team that players are going to want to get traded to. You know. And as I said, it's going to be very interesting to see where some of these teams are, to see where the dynamics are over the next five years, because uh, there's going to be some teams that uh, are, are powerhouses now or that have been for a long time that are going to be uh, going to be in the middle of rebuilding in five years. Pittsburgh <laughs> Penguins, um, you know, Washington Capitals. And uh, there's going to be teams like Columbus that could very well be sitting in a dominant place. Remember, Florida for years and years was a doormat. And now, <laughs> look at them, President's Trophy winners. They're, they're, they're acquiring top-level talent who want to be there. Top-level talent entering their playing prime who want to be there. Mm -hmm. Makes a difference. Winning, winning changes everything. Mm -hmm. Win and they will come. Get rid of that fucking cannon. Um, oh, fuck that. I, that is annoying as hell. That yeah, really boomer. is annoying as hell. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> no, get rid of him. Tear him. I saw what you I'm did. A stinger, I'm a stinger guy all, all the way. Oh, absolutely. Does Scorpion Death Lock, Scorpion Death Drop. Oh, Fantasy. hell yeah. Good time. Stinger yeah. Splash. Yeah, yeah, Stinger Splash, one, two, three. It's over. Yeah, exactly. Um, Speaking of rebuilds, Jonathan Taves, not a big fan of the five-year plan that the uh, Blackhawks have laid out. Luckily, he has one more year left on his contract, so yeah. he can get out of there very quickly. Yeah, he and, he and Patrick Kane, I'm going to say it right now, but I don't think it's going out on a limb to say it. This coming season will be their last with the Chicago Blackhawks. I, I would go so far much as, uh, to say that, uh, hey, guess what? Uh, that no-movement clause could be easily lifted in for both of them. <laughs> In Depending on who wants them. Yeah. Yep. I will be shocked if they're both still in Chicago after the trade deadline. Hold on. Yeah. Hold Especially on. Patrick Kane. Yeah. He's going to he's gonna write that down. I figured it out. Here we go. Uh-oh. Here we go. Addy Kane to Arizona. Nah, it doesn't work. Too Sorry. old, dude. Doesn't no. matter. No, too old, dude. Doesn't work. It doesn't work. The money's doesn't there. Work. I got. I got. Wait, no, wait, 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 wait. doesn't the work. The Matt Kachuk one would have been beautiful. But he started. 
What was What's that, that Mark? Sorry, I talked over you. Patrick came to Buffalo to finish what he started. Yeah. <laughs> now he wants that's long-term go, storytelling. He wants yeah. to go to a, te- to a team that's he, he wants to go to a contender. Yeah. By the way, speaking long. of teams in five years' time, Buffalo. Keep an eye on the Buffalo Sabers. Their 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 period of in oh. the darkness is is going. Their period in the upside down is coming to an end. Uh, oddly enough, it coincides with Jeff, Jeff Skinner's contract running out, too. So I wonder if that's related. Um, okay. now, Patrick Kane's going to want to go to a playoff contender. He doesn't want, and that includes when he's a free agent next summer, and the same with Jonathan Tays. They have no, these guys have no interest in going to rebuilding clubs, no. none whatsoever. The last five years, they've been playing on a team that's been that's been steadily deteriorating. Now they've got a general manager who says we're going to rebuild. And Patrick Kane says, oh, maybe we can rebuild on the fly like the Kings, overlooking the fact it took the Kings three fucking years to get back to the playoffs. That's hardly rebuilding on the fly there, Pat. But Mm -hmm. uh, regardless, regardless. uh, But Kyle Davidson, their GM, said, no, this is we're looking at, you know, and he's and give Davidson credit. He's not lying to these guys. He's saying, look. It's going to we're looking at a long rebuild. We would love for you guys to be part of it. But I think deep down, Kyle Davidson knows that they don't want any part of a rebuild. So, you know, they request the trade. He trades them before the trade deadline, gets draft picks and prospects, maybe a good young player. He's off the hook as the bad guy in Chicago who forced them out because he's saying, look, I want them to be part of the rebuild. Come back to us. Come back to us. You know. But they wanted to go. They insisted, and I respect that. These guys are winners. They're they still going to get their statue. Yes, we will um, give them their yeah. statues. Yes. So wow. yeah, but Fantastic they're they're gone. Stranger Things reference, by the way. I know these guys don't watch that, but I caught it. I, I liked it. Thank you. I appreciate what? it. What did you say? What? What was the that? upside down? You said the oh, upside down. Dude, I'm a Stranger Th- Stranger Things fan since yeah, season these, one. These guys, these these guys don't watch it. I know these guys. Well, they're don't. sad. Not really. That's true. <laughs> Missing. Much. No, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Stranger Things is is Listen, for me. Is like, it's Stranger Stranger Things is like a Stephen King novel for me. It's it's junk food for the brain. It's very entertaining. Don't think too deeply into it. Just just enjoy the I, ride. I watch I watch the Goonies. Just enjoy the ride. Yeah, you know, it's an homage to all things eighties, and it's yeah. and it's it's wonderful you guys, junk. You guys food don't have a, you don't have an excuse not to watch it. Honestly, yes, I, I do. do. I sleep. Great. I don't have, I don't have Netflix. Excellent. That's still not an excuse. Borrow sure someone's account. <laughs> mm, they're cracking down. I, I yeah, read I, articles. And I don't care enough. <laughs> I still haven't watched any of Game of Thrones either, so I... Oh, fuck, I can't stand that over Well, well that's HBO. That's, that's yeah, well, to, I, I'm not a big sword and sorcerer fan anyway so you know i my 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 wife and my son they loved it they watched it together and all that good stuff me i just man not my not my jones you know your jam uh what the hell else did i have here um yeah that's about it anything else that we may have missed we're in the dregs now summer yeah we're definitely into hockey's dog days and and no i don't want to talk about hockey canada but uh, Uh, no daryl cates want to talk about that no you want to talk about that? Uh, I talk will about, say with Daryl uh, Cates, innocent till proven guilty. And the, the more I hear about the story coming out of it, even even the the ballerina that he supposedly paid money to have sex with, she's denying it. So it's just like, Wait, what? Yeah, 
yeah. You, you read into it. You'll see what, what I'm, you'll, you'll you'll find out what I'm talking about. What's going on? Oh, and by the way, I will never again say that uh, that Gary Bettman's embracing his inner Vince McMahon. Holy shit balls! Wow. Oh, that story just gets woof interesting all the time. That's fine. Well, it was time for Vinny to go anyway. Yeah, it was. It was. He should have been. Go- he should have been out of that job ten years ago. Yeah, they really should have push. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about uh, uh, Connor McDavid um, saying if Jack Campbell can play there, he can play anywhere? Uh, and uh, in terms of in Toronto, if he can yeah. play in Toronto, he can play anywhere. Yeah. yeah, he's right. He's right. If you're a goaltender and you can play halfway decent in a pressure cooker like Toronto or Montreal, yeah, you can play anywhere. All right. So yeah, I think he'll be all right. Here we go. Anything? Uh, all right, let's go. Fuck no, it. Let's go. I'm good. Let's, uh, let's, uh, you. let's move on. Let's go. Let's go back to speaking of the Red Wings. We'll go to the Red Wings. Here we go. We'll go to uh, Joe Louis Arena. Go to the year 2003. Oh. October 9th, 2003. Red Wings, Kings. First game of the season. Wow. Um, wow. Pre-deadline. <laughs> so you got that going for us. Pre-deadline. Okay. Yeah, I think well, I know all the players that were still there. Seems. I think I know all the players that were still there back then. Johnny, go ahead and hit, hit it hit it first. <laughs> um, Dominic Hasek. Dominic Hasek's on the board. Mark. The link is Dustin Brown. Give me Dustin Brown. Yeah, Dustin Brown's there. Lyle? <sighs> Okay, this okay, what what year is this again? 2003. 2003. So year before the lockout. 0304. Gotcha. 04. Okay, I'm thinking Kings. Okay. Good. Um, Mike shots. Camilleri? Mike Camilleri's not there. So ah, shit. Um Okay. Johnny, back to you. Um Jeff Carter? Nope. No uh, Jeff. Wait, it's a little too early for him. That's yeah. fine. The island was not dry. It's true. I, like, I like the deep dive, so I'm going to stick with the deep dive. I'm going to go with Ziggy Palfy. Ziggy Palfy is on that board. Nice. Good pull on nice that. Pull Ziggy. There. Lyle. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Rob Blake? Rob Blake, sorry. No Rob Blake. Fuck, I'm not going to do this John- Chris Chelios? Chelios is on the board. Of course he's on the board. He's always always in forever. He's always on the board. Mark? Brendan Shanahan. Brendan Shanahan's on the board. Lyle? I'm going to stick with the Kings, goddammit. Oh, Jesus. Um, <clears throat> Fucking layup studio all the other place. Luke Robitaille? Luke Robitaille is on the board. There you go. First one of the night. I'm surprised That's you didn't good. ask me which team. Uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't matter, Lyle. Kings. That's my, doesn't matter. That's my, my, I always pick the guy that used to be on both <laughs> games and hope for the best. Exactly. Uh, Johnny. <laughs> Sergey Fedorov. Sergey Fedorov is not there. Oh. Sorry. I think he would have been in Anaheim at this point. Yeah, that's Anaheim. Yes, you're right. He would have been in Anaheim. That's right. Yeah. What was Mark, I thinking? He was in Columbus by then. Because he was after Anaheim was Columbus, then he got traded to the Caps. There it is. Uh, Teddy Ruth. Teddy there Ruth. it is. 
Mark? Did, I, did I black out for the last five minutes or did no one mention Nick Lidstrom? Uh, nope, you didn't black out, and he's on the board. Mm. Nice work. Come on, guys. Lyle? <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> no, Mark, like the Detroit Red Wings are just fucking layup after layup. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> that's hardly bragging stuff here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys missed two, each missed a pick. Well, because they're trying. They had a layup. Because we're trying to, trying to do something to challenging. Yeah, because I'm going You're for threes. To slam a jamma over here. Yeah. Just look, I just hit. Look, I just hit Luke Robitaille from downtown. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah, on fire. Right. You could have right. hit Ethernet with that one, Lyle. Lyle, what do you, what do you got? Sure, you could. Lyle, what do you got? Okay, oh. fuck you, Chris Draper. Chris Draper is on that board. <laughs> <laughs> nice little layup, Johnny. Alexi Jitnik. <laughs> what are you doing with your life? No. Not at all. <laughs> Yes, I like, that same like honestly, every day. like it, it's it's a pregame. We're running line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give us another one. How about how about a guy named Steve Eiserman? How about Steve Azerman? No, on the board. Uh, <laughs> Lyle, has Brett Hall been said? No, he hasn't. But he's Brett on the, Hall. He's on the board. There you go, Johnny. <laughs> Nicholas Cronwall. Nick Cronwall. Sorry. Oh, oh, you've been Cronwalled, Johnny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> been Cronwalled. It's unfortunate. Now I forget who the other team was. It is Los Angeles. Los Angeles Kings. Okay. 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 2003. Mark. 2003. Before the deadline. Um, First game of the season. First game of the season. I'm trying to go. All right. Now, now that we've, we've beaten the Red Wings and we'll sink the ground. Uh... John Quick. Nope. It's too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Uh, Lyle. Uh, Pavel Datsuk. Pavel Datsuk on the board. Pew, 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 pew. There it is. Johnny. Um... Uh, Daryl Sador. Ooh, Daryl Sador. Good guess. Not there. Mm-hmm. Mark. Matthew Schneider. Matthew Schneider is on the board. Lyle. Okay, I'm going back to the Kings. All right, good, good. And I'm going back to the Kings because this okay. I'm going to use one of Mark's old standbys. Okay. I'm surprised nobody said it. Not yet. They haven't. Lubomir Vershnovsky. Lubomir Vershnovsky's on the board. Yes! Oh, I went with the wrong. face, Mark. That's what you get. I went with the wrong one. Went with the wrong one. That's what you get. Yeah. yeah. I, you, know, you don't have to throw it in my face. I like, I like that you adapted that style. Yeah, it's true. Fair point. It's yeah. homage. Oh, there we go. Yeah. What's that? Fromage? Cheese? Yeah. No, sorry, you're coming <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's got a tin can by some string. <laughs> yeah. Mark's yeah, trying to Mark's trying to clog you up over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from in his mountain retreat in New Hampshire. Yeah, exactly. Johnny, what do you got? Um, Kelly Rudy. Sorry, no Kelly Rudy. What about his alternate Kelly Rudy? Get out of here. No, the alternate? Yeah, no, not there either. Ah. Uh, uh, Mark. Man. I should Man. know who the I feel like I should know who the goalie is. Man. But uh, I don't. 
Um, Dustin Brown and Ziggy Coffee. Who the hell else was on that team? A lot of more people. I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass. I'm not going to hold. Uh, pass. Pass. Didochi on the left hand side. Lyle, see if you can get another one. Um, hmm. Um, okay. I'm going to stay away from the Kings here for a bit. <laughs> I get it. Um, Kurt Malpy. Kurt Malpy's on the board. Yes. Yes. Johnny. Sebastian Caron. Nope. No Sebastian Caron. <laughs> get the Caron points. There's so our half, Sebastian half Caron point. drop of the night. Yes. Uh, yeah. Your Caron of the night. Um, Mark, what do you got? Stefan Fise. Nope, no Stefan Fisse. Ah, nope. man. Lyle? Felix Potvin? Nope, no Felix Potvin either. Dang, okay. Coley Carousel in L.A. <laughs> Nobody's jumped on. No. Matthew Garon? No, Matthew Garon. That's a year, a, two years Oof. too early for Garon. Uh, uh, Mark? Who's your next LA goalie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we already mentioned Kelly Rudy and Kelly Rudy's backup, so no, none of them. No. Um, <sighs> no, I'm just going to pass it. Go to last call. All right. Mark's just running the fucking what? show now. <laughs> fucking Sean O'Connor over there. Wild. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stab at the has the wings goalie been said yet? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind then. Uh I'm trying to think of the Kings here. Um Los Angeles. Matthias Nordstrom. Matthias Nordstrom on the board. Yes. Good uh, work there. Ooh. Last, it's a good thing this is last call because that was my last king. Who said it was last call. There it is. Uh Who's got the Who's got the copyright to the show? You're right. Um, <laughs> Johnny, three more guesses. Uh, Roman Chechmanic. <laughs> Roman Chechmanic's on the board. Oh, there, we go. there it is. Got him. All right, Mark. Nothing. All right, Mark, on the Mark, Mark's boycotting now. Lyle. Joey Coser. Joey Coser, not there. <sighs> Johnny. Bob Rouse. No Bob Rouse. No Bob Rouse. No Bob Rouse. Mark, pass again. No, Lyle? I'm out of it. I'm out of options here. Um, Several more options on the board. I, God, I don't know if this guy was was playing with the wings or not. Um, Henrik Zetterberg? Henrik Zetterberg is on the board. Holy uh, shit. There you go. Yep. Okay. I didn't I didn't realize that was his. Was rookie. that his rookie year? Rookie year. Okay. Now we get to last call, Johnny P. <laughs> Thomas Holmstrom. Thomas Holmstrom's on the board. Oh, that's better believe that. Put his oh. butt in the goalie's face. What you got now? <laughs> Mark, pass. Lyle, what's the last call? Um, fuck. On both teams. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ed Belfort's on neither team though. Uh, Anton Volchenkov. I got nothing. Sorry. Anton Volchenkov. Sorry. On the board. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for your Los Angeles Kings, oh. Eric Armstrong. 
Another one that could have been either Nets, Sean Avery. Ooh. Uh, I thought about him, and then I quickly uh, stopped thinking about him. <laughs> like, ah. that, that's what most people tend to do, yeah. so that's, that's understandable. <laughs> Eric Ballanger, Kip Brennan, of course, Dustin Brown, Caps legend Joe Corvo, um, Alex Froloff, Caps oh, legend. Oh, fuck. That's who I was trying to think of, Froloff. Yeah. Caps legend Tim Gleason. Uh, <laughs> Jason Holland, Trent Klatt, Ian LaPerriere, Lappy, Yuroslav Madri. Another Yuroslav. Of yep. course, Yuroslav Madri. Yep. Uh, Matthias Nordstrom, Ziggy Palfi, Essa Pines, or Essa Perns, Luke Robitaille, Yosef Stumpel, Stumpy, Lubomir Vishnovsky, Roman Chechnonik in net. For the Red Wings, Chelios, Matthew Dandino. Ah. Uh, Pavel Datsuk, Boyd Devereaux, great center fielder for the Orioles back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Chris Draper, Yuri Fisher on this one. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Darian Hatcher on this one. <laughs> oh, I forget. Yeah, it's so used to him being with the being either with a, being either a flyer or, or a yeah. Dallas Star. Yeah, or working on the highways. Yeah. <laughs> Holmstrom, uh, working, just being there, just yeah. there, on the side of the road, dividing up the road. Uh, Holmstrom, <laughs> Hall, Lindstrom, Maltby, uh, Darren McCarty on the board. Oh, yeah. Uh, Schneider, Shanahan, Ray Whitney, Jason Williams, Iserman, Zetterberg, and Hashik in net. There you go. Nice. Done it. With, with, with a team like the Wings back back then, I mean, yeah, you're going to get half of them right off the bat. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Like, well, what, that's what I was going to say. When you roll down a roster like that, oh. that's like an all-star team almost. Then that, much. That's what caused the salary cap to be a thing. Exactly. <laughs> that was back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And the Rangers. And the Rangers. And the Rangers. Though they couldn't make the playoffs. But yeah, the only problem. That was the only shortfall. (laughs) That was the only shortfall. They spent a lot of money, though. But their tax was that they didn't make the playoffs. Yes. That was their tax. I get you every time. Every time. All right, Lyle. Well, enjoy your week. Have fun. We'll find something to talk about next week, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure we will. By that point, Mark should be back from his uh, mountain retreat. And yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, He's going to have to hold up a newspaper and tell us what date it is. (laughs) Yeah, right. Just so it's not like the every other show that he jumps in here and does his thing. Good times. All right. Take care, guys. See you next week. There he goes. Lawrenson, SpectresHockey.net, where you can find him at SpectresHockey on Twitter. Johnny, shout us out. I'm going to give a shout out to Mark's phone. This is the longest 30% I've ever seen. (laughs) My entire life. Nine percent. My God, this is yeah. amazing. It's like uh, he's gonna have to retire a phone, fo- uh, a phone at the end of this because right. it's played well, so keep, well, keep, or make a statue listen, of it at least. Listen, keep in mind that I just had to get a new phone because the phone I had previous to this got dropped in the pool. So That's this is right. Like yeah, a state of the art Google Pixel here. Mm, yeah, phones are not thirsty. Yeah, the Seven Pro. So this is this is the. the this is the best or six pro seven pro i think it's six seven. pro i don't know six, six pro six my pro. card he's got the seven pro got the seven pro damn son i don't know i don't know whatever we give whatever a shout the, out whatever to the latest uh, and greatest was at the time i got it so shout yes. out to that phone 
Nice. I give a shout out to Sean O'Connor. We miss him. Yes, love him. Miss him. <laughs> um, give a shout out to Sean Leahy. We miss him as well. Nice. And uh, he just doesn't know his fucking schedule. That's Sean Leahy's problem. Yeah. Maybe we should get Sean Leahy a um, Palm Pilot. I'll send him my old iPod Touch. I probably have a Palm Pilot in my house somewhere. It'll keep track of his don't, calendar don't for him. Don't we have a Face Off Hockey Show app? Yeah. Do. Yeah, yeah. Can't can we make that app send alerts? <laughs> no, it's just our podcast. <laughs> just send an alert every time it's about the show's about to start. Like Sean, it doesn't matter who's downloaded the app. It's always just Sean. Join the show. <laughs> it Sean, could be yeah. anybody. Like literally it, anybody across the. World and well, I, I, I had a text him this morning to tell him to download Skype again, and then two hours later, he's like, "Oh shit, Drunky McGee's got a baseball game." So mm. I'm like, ah. <laughs> that'll happen. And I'll give a shout out to the Orioles for not being in last place anywhere. Yeah, woo! Hey, they they leapfrog Boston. Right. Yeah, take that, Boston. I'm out, Mark. I'll give a shout out to Spaceballs, the book that I purchased at the uh, thrift store. That's awesome. Uh, that was also the place where we found a, uh, a Keith Kachuk personalized or uh, customized chicken wing. Uh, jersey, Kachina jersey, for forty-five bucks. Ooh! So it was a kid's large, extra large, fits Jen perfectly, uh, and it was originally ninety <laughs> bucks. Um, but because it was a green tag and it was green tag sale day, fifty uh, percent off. So got a good deal on that. Wow. She funny nice. story. She she knew the price of it, and then when they scanned it and and gave her the final total, she's like, she's kind of just like she she nudged me and told me to look at that i'm like she's like is that i'm like i told her shut shut up shut the fuck up pay and then we'll that's their mistake fuck them pay so she paid we got out of there and as we were looking back i saw oh it's 50 percent off day that's why it's cheap okay i should have never told jen just kept the story going just kept it going we fucking we got them we've got those fuckers just tell you should have been like yeah i greased the wheels for you jen yeah. don't worry about it jen jen stop <laughs> jen jen Jen, fucking stop. You're ruining yeah. it for both of us. Slush fun. Don't, exactly. don't embarrass me. Jesus, Jen. Don't embarrass me in front of my new friends. <laughs> um, this to seven-hour drives that have nothing to show for it. Um, I'm with you on that one. Oh, dude, I think you had a lot more to see than my rolling planes. Hey, look, there's cows. There's I see, cows. No, but see, I disagree. I appreciate a drive where there's not a chance of any traffic you know exactly what to expect you can just listen to your fucking podcast or whatever the hell you're going to listen to for seven hours you know exactly what rest stop you want to stop at every time to be fair when you when you deal with the jersey turnpike and the gw bridge in fucking connecticut and massachusetts you never know what you're gonna hit could be some dick bag just being an asshole that gets in an accident and you're fucked from my drive from North Dakota to Nebraska, there were six rest stops. Mm. So, Scotty just kept rolling, rolling, rolling. I just kept point. pissing it. You fall. know exactly which rest stop you're going to stop at. No, that's I didn't stop point. at any. I said, fuck this. 
This bullshit. Okay. Uh, I forgot. I was going to give a... Huh? I was going to give a shout out to uh, Sugar Ray as well because their statue's crumbling for him. What about Jimmy Ray? Oh, who wants to know? What about Jimmy's seafood? Oh, crab cakes. Anyway, all right, folks. Oh, was... And, sorry, one more shout out. Jesus. The fantasy soccer started back up. It's going to be oh. fun. This weekend, fantasy EPL. That's true. Sure, you don't want to buy any? Sure, you don't want to buy Michael Caine, John? No, I do not. Mm. Hey, fair enough. I like people that score in other teams' goals. <laughs> so that's it. We've done it. For Johnny P. Mark of the C, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else has been uh, Face Off Hockey Show. Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction. Uh, catch us on all the podcatchers you can. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at FOHS Radio. We've got ourselves a store. We've got ourselves a Patreon, patreon.com. So it's Face Off Hockey Show. You want to go to our store, buy some merch. It's the pinned post on the Twitter of Face Off Hockey Show. All the fun stuff happening there. Um, that's it. We'll talk to you guys next week when it's finally August. Who would have thought we'd get here this quickly? Is it August yet? Is it a hashtag? And we're one week, uh, one, uh, one week closer to our anniversary. So we got that going mm-hmm. for us. True. 21, the show can drink like it hasn't in the past 21 years. Anyway, you guys have a good week. Peace.